Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. The rain is falling outside our farm today, so we may have a few extra ambient sounds to enjoy. You know, it's been said that the average CEO reads 60 books a year, which means 5 books a month. That kind of reading schedule seems too daunting for you? Then Blinkist.com has the perfect solution. Blinkist is the knowledge-boosting app that takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of non-fiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes of reading or listening time. Two excellent books that I would recommend to get started are The Confidence Code by Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman and The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem by Nathaniel Brandon. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com living to start a free 7-day trial. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com living to start your free 7-day trial. Join the over 8 million people who are already taking advantage of their massive and growing library of great books. Go to Blinkist.com living. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Love's Way by Orison Sweat Martin, published in 1918. J.R. Miller once said, Someday we shall learn that the little deeds of love made unconsciously as we pass on our way are greater in their helpfulness and shine more brightly in the life than the deeds of renown that we think now make a life great. Never was there a greater mistake than to think that heroism, courage, and daring are confined to the field of battle. It doesn't matter what post we are assigned to in the battle of life. We have an opportunity to do heroic things every day. If we have the spirit of love, if we are filled with the love of truth and justice, if we are determined always to stand for the right no matter what the cost, we are always battling for the higher things of life. It is as heroic to take a firm stand for honesty when it may cost you your job or to rescue a person from a burning building or from drowning as it is to go into military battle. It is heroic to stand for the right when others sneer and condemn you for doing so. Indeed, it often takes more courage to stand alone for the right, for justice, or principle, and those about you ridicule and caricature you for your stand, than it would be to walk up to a cannon's mouth in battle. If you can keep up your courage when others lose heart, if you can keep pushing on when others turn back, if you can smile and wait when others play the coward and quit, if you can be serene in the face of misfortune and of failure, if you can keep your nerve and level head when others get panicky, 
If you can carry yourself like a conqueror, keep your fixity of purpose when others waver, then you may know that there is a hero in you, as noble as any that ever gave up their life on the field of battle for a great cause. The soul centered and poised in divine love is endowed with the strength to conquer every limitation of the body, every condition or circumstance that would hold it down. You can keep your eyes turned inward, nurse your grief and disappointment until it conquers you, or you can look out and up at God's fair universe and cry out with William Henley, Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. Remember, my friend, no matter where you are or what your environment may be, you were sent here as an ambassador of God. You are here on divine business to make a worthy contribution to the world, to deliver the message with which God has entrusted you. An ambassador must go where they are sent and do their duty attend to their business with honor, and not whine, grumble, groan, or whimper. You may not have chosen your present place, but the mission on which you were sent has made it necessary for you to go there. And no matter whether you feel like it or not, it is your business to do your level best to be a good ambassador, to meet your difficulties in the spirit of a brave, strong, self-reliant soul. It is the business of every one of us to meet every situation in life with courage, with a stoic but cheerful determination to make the best and the most of whatever comes. That is our task, that is our mission, wherever we find it. If we have the right spirit, we are animated by the love motive. There is no situation which we cannot turn to advantage. To have one's dream of happiness shattered at the outset is no little thing, but the only hope of reconstructing it is to meet the situation bravely and make the best of it. Not many are called upon to meet great trials like this. The majority are of the minor kind, but unfortunately, one disappointment, one little setback, makes most of us forget all the good things we still enjoy, just as one stormy day makes many people forget months of pleasant weather. The little cloud in front of our eyes at the moment seems to cover the whole sky, to shut out all sunlight and beauty. If instead of keeping our eyes turned inward, we would keep them turned outward like Henry David Thoreau, we would see as he did that, quote, God could not be unkind to us if he tried. When we stop to think of the things which constitute the average life, we shall be surprised to find how seldom the big problem, the great deed, the unusual opportunity, 
the extraordinary experience enters into it. Some of the finest characters that ever lived never met great trouble or unhappiness, never did a single thing that was very distinctive, very original, or heroic in the accepted sense. It was their whole life habit of accepting cheerfully whatever came, of doing good wherever an opportunity presented itself, of being kind and courteous, always helping someone, somewhere, that made them strong, poised, unselfish, really noble men and women. There is wonderful meaning in the common everyday happenings the little things that come up in the daily routine, which most of us lose sight of, and that is the opportunity they give for character building, for mental training, for the object of all life's endeavor, becoming an individual of character and helpful service. Your name and face may never appear in the newspapers or magazines, but every day you have an opportunity to live a beautiful life, a helpful life. The heroic virtues, courage, fortitude, unselfishness can be practiced behind the lines in the home, shop, factory, and marketplace, as well as in the forefront on the field of battle. Only once or twice in a lifetime, and perhaps not at all, will you have a chance to do a thing that is heroic in a spectacular way, something that will attract widespread attention. But the little, common, everyday courtesies, the loving acts of kindness and helpfulness, that count so much in the long run, we can practice every day. Those are the things that make character that beautify in a noble life. Those are really the things that in the aggregate make greatness. They may not win medals as will some physically daring heroic deed, but they will win something even more valuable, the strength that comes from daily service without hope of notice or reward. I recently came across the following lines somewhere and they made a strong impression on me. I am not fighting my fight. I am singing my song. Those words express all the difference between people who have soured on life, who are always complaining of their lot, and look upon their work as a hateful drudgery, and people who, whatever happens, sing their song, look upon life with a cheerful eye, and find joy in their job. The optimist makes life poetry, a song. The pessimist, with the same material, makes it dry, dreary prose. What we get out of life depends upon how we look at it. Our mental attitude determines whether we shall be happy or miserable, whether we make life music or discord. Some people have a faculty for touching the wrong keys. From the finest instrument they extract only discord. They sound the note of pessimism everywhere. 
All their songs are in a minor key. Everything is looking down. The shadows predominate in all their pictures. There is nothing bright, cheerful, or beautiful about them. Their outlook is always gloomy. Times are always hard and money tight. Everything in them seems to be contracting. Nothing is growing or expanding in their lives. With others, it is just the reverse. They cast no shadows. They radiate sunshine. Every bud they touch opens its petals and flings out its fragrance and beauty. They never approach you but to cheer. They never speak to you but to inspire. They scatter flowers wherever they go. They have that happy alchemy which turns prose into poetry, ugliness to beauty, discord to melody. They see the best in people and say pleasant and helpful things about them. If our heart is right, we can make the most trifling thing, the simplest act or duty, beautiful. But if the heart is not right, nothing in life will be true, or fine, or uplifting. The one who faces life the right way, who is cheerful, hopeful, always expecting the best to come to them, because they believe in the divine spirit from whom all good things come, will increase their ability tremendously. Their mental attitude will call out resources which the calamity howler, the pessimist, loses, because their mental attitude closes their nature instead of opening it up. Half of our troubles and trials come from our gloomy outlook, from anticipating evil instead of good. Nine-tenths of people we meet look as though they might be coming from a funeral instead of being on their way to life's great festival of joy and gladness. The habit of anticipating evil, of always fearing that some unfortunate thing is going to happen, destroys one's peace of mind and happiness, and hence mars one's health and efficiency. Few of us realize that every time we say, I'm afraid, we are confessing a lack of faith in ourselves, thereby weakening our faith in our ability to stand up against the thing we fear. Every time we say we are afraid of poverty, afraid of disease, afraid of conditions, afraid of this or afraid of that. We are undermining our confidence in ourselves, undermining our healthy power. Let us quit doing the things which we know injure us. Let us be done with fear, with pessimism, with the pessimist who seems to think that the pathway of human life always leads to the jungle. Let us look at life from the viewpoint of the optimist who believes that it leads to paradise and say, I am not fighting my fight. I am singing my song. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. 
Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org slash patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.